Episode 45, How to Stop Overeating for Life. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hey there, mamas. I've been hearing over and over these advertisements. When we look at advertisements for weight loss, I think they go into one of two classes. One will get you bigger numbers faster, or two will help you lose weight for life. And I took a little poll recently on my Instagram account to see which do you consider more successful weight loss? (laughs) I'm so confused as to which is better in the end. I guess if you're losing weight for a wedding, losing bigger numbers faster matters, but in the overall spectrum of your life, you'd rather lose it for life. And I think we're super confused by this. So I promised you I was gonna share with you some updates as well in uh, my weight loss coaching program, Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. And I'm actually gonna break this down as to how to stop overeating for life, to maybe get a little bit of both. So my goal is to help you get simpler weight loss faster and keep it off for life. It's very big picture, and I wanna share with you that it takes a big picture approach. You should see the diagrams that I have in order to recognize all of the ways that your body, culture, your feelings contribute to overeating and how to change that. So that is what I'm incorporating in our newest rendition of Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. And I wanna share with you that consults are officially going to be open this week. So if you're interested in doing more of this work and having a coach, get in it. The link will be in the bio to consider joining us. But I do this on a huge level. I really am so interested in weight loss in a way that lasts, but also gets you better results faster. Why wouldn't you want all of that, right? (laughs) The problem is, is that we know there are approaches that are really fast, but will make you heavier on the back end because they don't fit your life. And we also know that losing weight for life means managing your feelings, but also you need some sort of dietary plan to get there. And I think that that's where what I do is very unique in that I integrate the medical side and the coaching side into it. And that's true for overeating. So I wanna just give you guys the breakdown of how I look at how you end up overweight today and how to stop overeating to change that. Because here's the truth, ladies. We end up overweight because we overeat. That's it, pure and simply. Yes, there are very minor, tiny contributors along the way that may not just be overeating, but the overarching evidence says it's because we eat more than our body needs and that extra calories or energy that we eat in is then stored for later by our bodies as fat. That's it, that's how you end up with extra fat. You're eating more than your body needs. It truly is a very simple process. So the reason I called this episode, How to Stop Overeating, is because that is the action that you actually have to stop doing in order to reach your goal weight and live as the healthy you for life. You just have to stop overeating. That is the primary component. Four times as important as the other side, which is calories out, trying to burn more calories. Yes, that is important in the long-term spectrum, but when we wanna keep simple, like I said, we keep it here the simplest path to the best results, as quick as you can get them, in a way that you can maintain them, right? That's what we're looking at. 
So how do you stop overeating for life? And I wanna share with you that I've spent a lot of time recently breaking this down to say, okay, in all of my medical reading and all of my coaching reading and all of my thoughts of all of my coaching, what are the reasons that make my mamas overeat? Why do we overeat to begin with? And how do we change that? And I've broken it down truly into your biology, our culture, and eating our feelings. It really goes into three categories. And I think the medicine world does best at the biology. Obviously the coaching world does best at the eating the feelings and the culture lies in between because we're not gonna really change it. But there are things that we can learn through coaching and through medicine to help us navigate it better. So let's start with the culture because it sits a little bit in between. And here's what I want you to know. Culture does contribute to your overeating. It just does. The American diet has caused this obesity epidemic for the most part. (laughs) Sorry guys, but we get to take ownership of it. And probably the biggest contributor that we've seen that causes overeating is a cafeteria diet. What that means is we have so many highly addictive food items easily available at all times that we can get our brains into this place of even if you're full of something salty, ooh, I'm hungry for something sweet, it's easily available, it's cheap and accessible, and it's an easy pick-me-up right? So we've added so much variety that our brains get a little overwhelmed with all the variety. And we've added so much incentive to eat it by making it so easily accessible, cheaper, more processed. So in processed foods, we get bigger dopamine hits, we get more reward out of it with less fullness. So think of how all of that has contributed to our weight gain, right? The cafeteria diet is something that you're not necessarily going to change. We're not going to change culture. And so often when we go into a diet, we tell ourselves, well, just shut down your life. (laughs) We're like, just pretend like culture doesn't exist and live in this diet bubble. The problem is that may get you weight loss results fast, but it won't get you them for life. So in order to navigate that, we have to learn how to navigate our brains in terms of overeating in the culture that we've been given. We also have massive marketing that makes food essentially look very seductive and very good. So maybe at 9 p.m. you're not really wanting anything, but a commercial comes on and all of a sudden you're craving it. That is natural biology to crave it when it hits the senses like that. And marketing is available 24 seven for us. It's everywhere, including ladies. This isn't true paid marketing, but things like Pinterest. I can't tell you how many of my moms search Pinterest and end up wanting to make all the recipes, right? Where is your brain setting in this marketing and imaging that's making you want things that you hadn't been thinking of before that leads you to overeating? Our portions have increased in our culture to make it a better bang for your buck, right? So wild to consider. We're like literally damaging our bodies by making a better bang for our buck, but we're all buying it. And by the way, I don't blame these industries. We're the ones who buy it. We really are. So learning how to manage our eating through it is the key. The convenience factor, like it hit on earlier, right? You can go down the street within a city block. Try this when you're on your next road trip. Look as you drive through every town at all the signs. It's like bright and flashy signs for restaurants and fast food joints. I love to look for that now. It will be the thing that stands out for you every time you go on a road trip. And every stop down the road has it. 
it's so convenient, right? A lot of these big holiday meals used to be set around the fact that people left and traveled and didn't have food options afterwards. Now they can go to the gas station down the street and grab a candy bar, some nuts or some popcorn for the drive home to keep themselves awake. <laughs> See why we struggle with overeating? And it's our customs, right? It's our holidays, it's our travel. We travel more than we used to. A lot of people are doing road trips or, or flights. You go to places where they're known for certain foods more frequently than we used to. And so this break from quote unquote dieting is more regular because your life is taking breaks and you've associated overeating with that. So in terms of overeating from our culture standpoint, I just want you to be aware of it. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we truly start with awareness of where our brains are being triggered, right? And then we take it into your think, feel, eat cycles to look at, okay, so it's 9 p.m., I felt full, I was good, and now I'm seeing a commercial and all of a sudden I want the food. What has changed in my thoughts that are making me crave food so much, right? We don't just say change what you're eating, have more willpower, because willpower is not strong at 9 p.m. for any of us, right? We're not like, oh, I just want the best thing for my body right now. No, we're like, I'm tired, I wanna pick me up, and that food commercial is literally causing a sensation in my body. That's the feeling, but it is your thought about it that you have to change, not just the action of telling yourself to have more willpower and not eat it. Right? That's what most diets do. That's why you go on and off track based off what you're confronted with in culture. Right? You're like, okay, but I don't know how to fix this part of our culture in my diet. So I'll just quit and I'll start again later. No, no, mamas. That doesn't end overeating for life. The way you end overeating for life is learning to navigate our culture. And the tool that we use for that and I do wanna share with you, I consider these to be the best tools around. I don't know that there's probably many people out there who've done more research on this than me. In a very altruistic way, meaning I just want simpler results for everybody to beat this epidemic. So the tool of the think, feel, eat cycle says, you don't just try to change the eating, you change the feeling of the craving by changing the thoughts about it go all the way back to where our brain interacts with messaging, with culture, with portions, with convenience, because that's where we have the ultimate control. It's how our brain interacts with those quote unquote, the medical term of stimuli, right? That come into our life unexpectedly. How do you deal with those? And I just wanna share the last caveat, which is shutting down your life and trying to say, I'm just gonna pull myself from culture. So many of my mamas are in this retirement age and they're like, I wanna be able to eat out, but I'm just not gonna eat out while I'm losing weight. Well, how are you gonna live at your goal weight then? Are you just never gonna eat out with your friends again? Or are you going to manage the culture of eating out and the portion sizes and the fact that you get there and somebody might want an appetizer or the fact that somebody might order dessert, or your order might be messed up and the waiter brings you dessert. You've got to learn to manage your mind around those. Limiting your life is just gonna send you to cookies at 9 p.m. at home. We want you living fully. When you're living fully, you don't need food to fulfill you, which is another tool we use, which is life focus over food focus. Right? When your life becomes fulfilling, you can still go out to eat, but you're eating to energize your body. You're not overeating to fix feelings or create all of the reward and excitement for your life through the foods you're eating. That's what leads you to overeating, and that's what leads you to overweight. You don't have to change the culture. You have to change your mind in the culture. 
And that's best done through think, feel, eat cycles, as well as creating life focused over food focused. And I also love the healthy you for this component. Who are you becoming? If you look at the healthy you ladies, it's the you who's living a full life at your goal weight with the health that you want to fuel your life. And I want you to consider that that version of you likely doesn't say, I can't go out to eat anymore. She says, I figure out how to go out to eat and live at my goal weight and have fun with my friends. Using that over perfection is so key to get you there. Focusing on progress over perfection is another tool we use in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms to help you get there without saying I have to be perfect and shut down my whole life and instead saying I'll figure it out for my life. That's how you stop overeating for life. Which brings me to the next category, which is fixing feelings with food. We overeat our feelings. Here's how you know this. On Monday mornings, you're in the feeling of motivation, most of us. So it's easy because the feeling of motivation creates the action or eating of eating on plan, right? We see the reason for that is because our thoughts generally around things like, I can't wait to reach my goal weight. I'm gonna feel so much better. I will fit in my clothes better. I'll have more energy. These are all thoughts that create the feeling of motivation that allows you to eat on plan. That is a think, feel, eat cycle that serves you to live at your goal weight by stopping overeating. Now, here's the problem. Maybe by Monday afternoon, you're stressed. By Friday afternoon, you have the craving for pizza. By Wednesday morning, when the scale doesn't move and you're overwhelmed, where do we typically go to fix these feelings? I want you to just think, if by Wednesday morning you haven't lost as much weight as you want, what are you likely gonna do that day? You're gonna go into overwhelm, you're gonna stop your planning, and you're going to overeat. Be it with healthy options, you're like, well, this is healthy, I can have it, but it's still overeating. I'm sorry, you can overeat strawberries, ladies. This is where I differ hardcore from Weight Watchers. And I think many of my moms have reported why their Weight Watchers weight loss results have changed with all the free points. Why? Because foods aren't free. You're, if you're using food to fix feelings, it'll go eventually from a strawberry to a cupcake. It'll be back there because the way that you're using food is inappropriate and you're overeating to fix the feelings and food never fixes feelings. One of my mamas shared on our coaching call last night. She said, I think I got all of my value from this program in the first week because when you said food doesn't fix your feelings, I was like, what? It's true. It doesn't. And in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, I teach you tools on how to integrate that for when you want to go to food to fix your feelings because it's normal, right? Think of all the movies out there where they eat ice cream because a boy breaks up with them. Think of growing up and going for ice cream as a reward to feel good after you did something well with your family. Think of how we spoil kids with treats after every game now. If you guys haven't listened to my podcast episode on the lollipop effect, I talk about this. It is ingrained in us to use food to avoid negative feelings and to create positive feelings. It's essentially emotional hunger. I also have a podcast episode on physical versus emotional hunger. And it's using food to step in and fix emotional hunger. The problem is food doesn't fix that. Food is the answer for physical hunger, not emotional hunger. So what happens when you overeat 
from emotional hunger or try to use food to fix feelings is you get a little reward in your brain, you get a little dopamine hit, and it goes away in about five seconds. And the whole story behind why you are overwhelmed or annoyed or stressed or tired is still there. So what do we do? We go back for another one. We get another cookie. Get a little dopamine hit. The story's still there. And over time, all we create is this neural pathway in our brain that says, I feel bad. Food is the answer. The problems that created the feelings to begin with are still there. Food was never the solution to them anyway. It was just a very, very temporary distraction from them. And so we keep going to food, and in the end, it's really interesting, ladies. I want you to consider what overeating feeling-wise has created for your life. We create more negative feelings because we turn to food and overeat to fix our feelings. It's really interesting, right? We develop all of this shame, this guilt, this fear, this anxiety, all of these limitations, lack of confidence in ourselves because of our weight. But we don't know how to fix it because we still think underneath it all that food is the solution to these feelings. And for me, I will share with you, I think this was the hardest part for me to give up. I don't think I ever thought I would want to truly live a life where cupcakes weren't the answer and McDonald's wasn't the answer when I threw pity parties for myself on Friday nights because my daughter went to her dad's house for the weekend and I had so much mom guilt. To me, the thought of giving up food then was like, what is there to look forward to in life? (laughs) Right? It all ties together. It literally was so scary to me, the thought of giving that up, that this was the last barrier for me, definitely. And I want to share with you that it actually is very freeing once you learn how to do it logically. The reason you experience fear from giving up overeating to fix feelings is because you don't know how to fix feelings otherwise. You think that the feeling will be only deprivation and willpower. And I want to share with you that when you learn how to use think, feel, eat cycles, you don't feel deprivation and willpower because my thoughts about food are different now. I don't have to look always to all of the numbers on the scale to be my only motivation for eating healthy. I eat to energize my body. That's a thought replacement that has worked so well for me. Why? Because it's wins all over. I'm more energized. I'm living my life more fully. I don't need food to fix my feelings. I know how to fix my feelings outside of food so I don't have the shame, the guilt, the overwhelm, and the anxiety. I've freed my brain of all of that space that was taken up by the fear of never reaching my goal weight and living there, and my life is more fun. It is very freeing for those of us who've struggled with emotional hunger and with this total complete trap of this endless cycle of running around in a little cage of using food to fix feelings to know how to change it And then to not beat yourself up when you don't do it perfectly, right? I believe progress over perfection is so key to reach and live at your goal weight because I still don't do it perfectly. It doesn't mean I can't live at my goal weight and it doesn't mean I don't know how to do it. There's just times when emotions hit really, really hard, really fast and I catch myself afterwards. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at me. I ate that again. Turns out I still can turn to food. But here's what I don't do. I don't beat myself up. I don't spend weeks spiraling. I don't eat everything in sight for the next three days because I don't use food to fix those feelings. I use progress over perfection. So in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, in order to stop using food to fix feelings and in order to stop overeating your feelings, we use the tools of the think, feel, eat cycle. We use progress over perfection 
And we use the guiding force of the healthy you to guide you forward to that future you who's living at your goal weight. It doesn't have to be perfect, mamas. It is literally progress. And once you find these thought replacements that help you, instead of telling yourself all the time you have to rely on willpower and motivation to lose weight, you can do this for life. You can lose weight faster because you'll recover faster from setbacks and you'll recognize the thoughts that serve you so that you recognize this earlier in the cycle. At first, you may only recognize it when you've already overeaten. I always tell my mom, it's okay if we recognize it after we've overeaten because the next time we're likely recognize the feeling that created the overeating. Then when we start to say, okay, for me, mid-afternoon restlessness gets me there or fatigue at 9 p.m. gets me there. Those are just points I know, and now I can recognize the thoughts that serve me at those times and practice those. So we change it at the brain level, not just the eating level. And when you do that, you change the way it processes through your whole entire body. And then let's hit the third big category. So let me just synopsize really quick. We end up overweight because we overeat. The vast biggest contributor to why you're overweight. If you want simple weight loss, you start by changing your overeating. I've done a lot of research and a lot of coaching on this, and I believe it comes down to three categories. Your why you overeat. Biology, culture, and feelings. Culture, we hit. Right? We don't change culture. We learn to manage our mind through it, through our think, feel, eat cycles, through the healthy you, through progress over perfection. We overeat feelings. It's a learned behavior. It becomes the answer to negative emotion, and it becomes the way we celebrate positive emotion and create more of it. The problem is food doesn't fix it. So we break food out of this process by changing our think, feel, eat cycles. We focus on progress over perfection to grow through our setbacks instead of starting, stopping, starting, stopping. And we learn how to change these behaviors of eating to fix feelings by recognizing that food never fixed the feelings and we fix the actual stories underneath instead. And lastly, biology. This gets a little bit more into the medical side. And I'm not going to go super in depth into it because, you know, I love my medical stuff, but I know not all of you are medical mamas. So let me just simplify it to say we overeat because we have too much hunger, because we eat from the reward places in our brain, our lower brain. Our lower brain is the place that says just eat it and survive. Humans are very lucky. We have higher brains. We can think our processes through in advance, but food never tends to be part of that. I always ask my mamas, you plan so many things. Why can't you plan food? Because you want the reward in the moment of getting what you want, even if it's diet healthy food, quote unquote. You still want that reward. So we eat the dopamine hits, the feel-good reward neurotransmitters in our brains. We reward with food and we eat from our lower brain. When we do this, we tend to eat more highly processed foods, more addictive foods that give us more calories, right? We're overeating the calories with less fullness. Think about that. They're so refined, they don't make us full. They just kind of slide through our bodies and give us lots of calories. So you can go back after chips and eat a meal because you weren't full to begin with. And that is truly how our biology will contribute to that. Once you are overweight, your body will react against weight loss. So even though it's not biologically beneficial for us to be overweight, our bodies, when we're losing weight, think we're dying. They have what we consider the lipostat, right? Like a thermostat for your weight. And so if you start venturing much below that, your body's like, wait a second, we could be sick and dying. Let's bring it back up. 
So even through that weight loss process, we'll see increased hunger, increased signals coming out from your brain to tell you to eat more, to tell you to continue overeating. It's why weight loss can feel so hard biologically because your body in many ways does work against you. And the studies in the medical research in obesity medicine is making this clearer and clearer as time goes on. What we used to say is just have more willpower. Now we know is, hey, once you end up in that overweight area, it is harder than a person who's never struggled with weight to get back to that weight because your body does work against you. So how do you use the tools to fix this if it's basic biology? And I wanna share with you that there are tools to even help this aspect of it. I started initially with diets, right? Because if you can create a diet that works for you, that works better in your body, that you feel better eating, that energizes you, you are building places in your brain to create benefit and a little bit of dopamine hit, right? A little dopamine reward hit there of like, I feel good eating this. This works for me. I could see myself in this culture sticking with this long term. That's the first step. We also plan meals in advance. Why? Because that last minute reward eating, even if it's diet or healthy foods, is coming from that lower brain. So you'll find yourself last minute making a lot of changes in your diet, even if it's healthy options. Kind of like the Weight Watcher adage of I can have a strawberry now because I want it. You're still hitting those reward centers in your brain and telling your brain that food is a reward. We wanna cut that down as much as possible. Now, I differ from many coaches here in thinking that it's possible to get to zero level. I just don't, that's against biology. You have to wanna eat. To survive means to wanna eat. Your biology, I don't think will ever get you to zero level. But we can get you to a level that gets you the weight loss results that you want by not relying on all of the rewards in your life to be related to food, which so many of us have gotten to the point of being. Especially if you're struggling with weight and you're limiting your life by your weight, food is the solution. So you're building these messages in your brain that are like food is really, really important. And it goes higher in those dopamine hits when you fill yourself with highly addictive foods. So we plan in advance to eat from our higher brain, as well as we eliminate initially all those highly addictive foods to get a hard reset so that you can start finding foods that you do enjoy that work well for you for the long term on a level that gets you the results. I've shared probably many times on this podcast that for lunch most days, I eat two eggs over easy with a concoction of spinach, tomato, and onion and olive oil. I used to eat at clinics and I knew what they brought in for lunch and it was always some restaurant or fast food option and I always had to manage my mind around what I was going to get because there was always dessert there. And I will tell you that I did not look forward to those lunches any more than I look forward to my egg lunch now. I look forward to it and it fits my needs. I think many of our healthy eaters, our naturally thin people, do look forward to foods on that level. It's not the answer for their lives, but it fuels them and they like the flavors that they eat. So when you get rid of those highly addictive foods and start to realize, I love onions. They're just a favorite food for me. I would never notice that when my brain and my body is being so highly stimulated by sugar and those highly processed, highly addictive foods that are just gonna trumpet in my brain. I won't recognize them when those are always on the table. So planning in advance, we create a daily meal plan it's very simple, my mom is doing it every morning. They just write out what they're gonna eat for the day. Then they look throughout the day at when they wanna change that. That's feelings, that's emotional hunger. 
So creating a meal plan in advance is one of the tools that we use in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms to beat that overeating that comes from the lower brain and the reward centers in the brain. We find other ways to get dopamine hits. We become life-focused over food-focused. We focus in on how our life can be exciting. And when the scale doesn't move, we look at non-scale victories. Oh my gosh, I felt better. I'm less inflamed. I'm less swollen. I feel better when I wake up in the morning. I have more energy at the end of the day. One of my mamas wrote me a message this week. She's just finished week two of coaching. She said, listen, I have so much energy. I'm doing so much more. And my brain wants to say that I should lose more weight because of that. <laughs> we love, our brains are so tricky. They're so smart, guys. They are our biggest resource. If we know how to truly use them appropriately. But it's true, you have more energy to do more. And then your brain's gonna wanna go to, well, isn't the exercise? No, we don't rely on exercise for weight loss. We look at the overeating component because it's way more important in order to reach your goal weight and live there for life. Now, the last part is the hunger area. And this is the most interesting part because I will share with you that physical hunger is not a problem. And if you haven't listened to my physical versus emotional hunger podcast episode, listen to it because we've been taught that physical hunger is a problem. Like we get a little bit of physical hunger and we're like terrified that we might die. It's not true. We can live for months on our stored fat. And we do fasting with purpose in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. All of my mamas do different fasting schedules. Listen, I am not a believer that fasting in and of itself is the end to reaching your goal weight. It is a tool. And in our food fuel formulas, we work on the what, the when, and the how much you eat. It's individualized in order to create the best results for you. Because for some of you, if you no longer fear physical hunger and your days are crazy on Monday, not eating until dinner might be the answer. Some of you may just wanna skip some breakfast and that's easy. Like you don't have to eat on the same eating plan to lose weight. You just have to stop overeating in some format. In our food fuel formulas, which is a tool we use to create your eating plan and weight loss for modern American moms, we create individualized plans. But part of that means stopping fearing physical hunger and recognizing physical versus emotional hunger. That can be really tricky at first. Most of what we experience in America today is truly emotional hunger. It's using food to fix feelings. It's not physical hunger. Cravings are emotional hunger. Physical hunger is that feeling in your belly that comes on when you're hungry. And I wanna share with you that the thought replacement in your think, feel, eat cycle that I could live for months without eating can be very helpful <laughs> to beat fear of physical hunger. That think, feel, eat cycle to serve you when you're fasting. But one of our newest tools we've incorporating in is fasting with purpose. So I believe that to create the healthy you means much more than just a number on the scale. It means a balanced you. I always tell my mamas that I believe our weight is just an external sign of our internal imbalance. And it's speaking more and more and more true to me as time goes on. That's emotional as well as physical. And so when you create a food fuel formula, a way of eating that works for you, and you stop fearing physical hunger, because it really is very subtle to begin with, and learn to manage emotional hunger by empowering yourself to stop overeating your feelings, the healthy you is on the horizon. Fasting is inherently a tool that has religious origins. It goes way back to offering up a fast for a higher purpose. And in my mamas who I found that fasting was just something to help speed up weight loss, they struggled with it. But if we give it intentionally to a higher purpose, 
If you offer up a fast for something bigger, it has more alignment with the healthy you. It's a beautiful addition if you consider that. What if Mondays you fasted for a higher purpose? Whether you're a God believer and want to offer up a prayer or you believe in the energy of the universe and just know that the energy you're giving out there through that fast is creating something. We do it in community and that creates even more power behind the fasting. It's what I love about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. It is small group coaching. It is a community of mamas who are learning all these tools, integrating them and surrounding you with the belief that it's going to happen. So in terms of hunger, stopping fearing physical hunger, as well as fixing emotional hunger differently, helps so much. And there are also new weight loss options that are coming from the medical world to help with this. We know that through that lipostat reset, many mamas who lose weight start to experience more hunger. And there are great studies, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode on the new weight loss medications, that support if you struggle with your portion sizes, if you struggle with being hungry all the time, there are medications that are available and coming down the pike for the weight loss indication to help with that. And I'm a believer in integrating all the tools in the way that works best for you. So Weight Loss for Modern American Moms is taking on the medical side as well as the coaching side. And I'm incredibly excited to share that that will be available for the next group. And this is the reason for it. We can use biology to our benefit. We can learn how to manage our brains and our overeating in terms of culture. And we can stop eating our feelings. And mamas, that is how you create a you who stops overeating for life. You energize your body through your eating plans. You empower yourself to stick to those plants and you embody the healthy version of you who lives at your goal weight for life. When you can stop overeating, you can live at your goal weight. But putting yourself into a tiny little box where it says, I'll follow the rules won't get you there. Eating shakes won't get you there. Think of that. Think how ridiculous that sounds now that you've heard all of this. It's literally just like I'll shut down culture, I'll shut down all of my feelings, and I'll try to shut down biology and lose the weight really fast. It just doesn't work. It doesn't last. We learn how to overcome the biology by stopping fearing physical hunger, by fasting with intention, by creating daily eating plans, creating food fuel formulas, by focusing on rewards outside of food, by being life-focused, by being guided by the healthy you. And if applicable, considering medications to help in that process to help with the hunger aspect. We look at culture and we say, how can I change my think, feel, eat cycles instead of just saying it has to be willpower all the time? How can I use the healthy you to guide me when I want to eat out with my friends instead of saying I can't eat out with my friends? How can I manage my mind when big portions come to the table and I tell myself to stop eating when I'm naturally full? Those are your think, feel, eat cycles. And it is a work of progress over perfection. It's not blind rule following. It's creating the path that works for you. And we stop using food to fix feelings. We focus on the think, feel, eat cycles that take us out of overeating to fix our feelings. And we actually fix the real problems underneath them. <laughs> it's amazing how that works. And that is the key to stopping overeating for life. Living at your goal weight as the healthy you. 
As I shared a few minutes ago, if you're listening to this in real time, consults are open this week. And I want to share with you that because of the addition of the medical one-on-one component, meaning anyone who comes into coaching will be getting a one-on-one visit with me to review your medical history, to review the medications you take, to look at options, to discuss with your regular doctor for the long term, to look at what might work best for you individually diet-wise, and what would meet your goals in terms potentially of medication or other options, right? We create a big picture weight loss so you can stop overeating for life. But to begin with, this is going to be a very individualized one-on-one approach. So I do wanna share the groups are going to be very small to begin with, to incorporate in this medical side in a way that's going to get you the most amazing results fastest. And then we'll go on to coaching. Literally, we're going to do an in-person retreat with this next group and spend a day and a half coaching through how to do think feel eat cycles envisioning the healthy you how to look at each of these aspects of why you overeat individually and create a plan for long-term success so you will leave this in-person time with me with the medical review done and with all of the basic coaching tools to get started and then we will go into six months of small group coaching to reinforce to coach through the setbacks to keep you going all the way to your goal weight we will get results simpler faster and more effectively for the long term that is the goal with weight loss and what i love about weight loss for modern american moms and me specifically is i can offer you all of the tools It took me getting past myself to be willing to do that, but I'm there, mamas, because I truly believe that offering all of the tools together is the simplest path to your goal weight. So if you're interested, consults are open this week. Make sure to schedule quickly because it will be a very small group to begin with. And this will be your group you go through for six months together, all with me. Have a great week, ladies. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.